Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Right now, I have Mark Bullard with us today of Brain Squall. How are you, Mark? Thank you for joining us. I'm doing great. Thanks for being here, or thanks for giving me the chance. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm definitely interested in hearing about your company as it's kind of in the beginning stages. Why don't you just go ahead and first tell us kind of the journey of getting to this point of this new company that you have? Yeah. So uh, Brain Squall is, uh, is it, it's essentially a new way to gather, organize, and share information. Um, and, uh, I, have been in the software business for about 20 years and had lots of different roles and in, in each of the different roles from, uh, sales, business development, uh, putting together partnerships, um, even looking at M and a type work, um, there's always a challenge with how do you put information together in a way that you can articulate it to others and have other people understand mm-hmm. what it is you're trying to do, whether it's a product roadmap or, an analysis of a market, um, or even just understanding who are all the players at this company that I'm trying right. to sell to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, so I, I had this idea of what if there was a, a mind map that was like, that had all the different elements of a mind map, but then for each element in the mind map, you tied in a piece of like data in a database table, mm-hmm. and then also a document that would allow you to add context. And so what if those three things were all married and synchronized? Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the epiphany. Um, and so we started working on developing that. And we're at a stage right now where it's kind of a solution looking for a problem. And mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out what are the use cases that are the most interesting uh, with this particular technology. That we've developed. Mm-hmm. And so would you say this idea kind of pertains to the fact that people receive information differently, like depending on different like people, because I know, like, if it's something more tech or something more on the science side, you know, different people learn and understand things differently. Does it kind of pertain to that whole idea? Yeah. And when, like, if I'm gathering a bunch of information, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to make a list. Right. Right. Sometimes I want to draw a picture. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to make a table and fill it in. Um, sometimes I'm gathering a lot of notes and so I want to write a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes on a project, you really need to do all of those things. And right. when you do, if you have a document here with a bunch of notes in it, and then you have a spreadsheet over here with a bunch of data, mm-hmm. and then you have a little diagram showing how these things are related over here, man, wouldn't it be great if they were all linked? Right. And so that's what Brainswell does. It links it all together and, and it's all automatic. So you don't have to make it linked. It just is linked. Okay. And so who is kind of the ideal customer for this? I know you talked about kind of software and everything, but who are you trying to kind of push this towards? Yeah. So we're looking at a lot of different use cases, but um, one of the use cases that we're looking at most closely right now mm-hmm. um, is in enterprise sales. So okay. if you are selling something to a large organization where there's a fair amount of complexity, either the product is fairly complex or there's a lot of buyers involved because of lots of influencers, keeping track of all those people mm-hmm. is complicated. Right. And uh, CRM solutions don't really help you with that at all. Um, they'll mm-hmm. give you like the list of the names of people you talk to and their email address. 
but understanding, well, this person reports to that person and these people really like our product, but these ones don't and why and all of that. BrainSquall handles that. So mm. you can create that org chart. You can make it into a heat map. You can have red, yellow, green. You can have notes. You mm. can have details of when you met with them and who was there and who wasn't and what they thought uh, all in one place and just have a link to that in your CRM. So that's that's the use case I'm most excited about right now. Okay. It sounds great. It sounds like, like I said, just taking a bunch of what can be mess sometimes and trying to organize everything into one place, which I think a lot of people could use right now. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah, going to totally. my next question as well, as far as how has it been trying to push this new company during the circumstances that we're in? How has that been for you? Yeah, it's, uh, it, I would love to blame COVID, mm-hmm. um, but, but I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've actually um, been managing companies and doing things remotely for the last uh, 15 years. So, okay. so COVID for me hasn't really had a tremendous impact. Mm-hmm. Um I really wish I could blame COVID, but frankly, the, the, like I need to take responsibility for it. Starting um, with a kind of a new technology that solves a problem for me, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily knowing, okay, which market is the best market to go after. That's a challenge that lots of start- startups have. Right. And, uh, and it really doesn't have anything to do with COVID. Mm-hmm. So the fact is, is that um, I, I, my initially I took kind of a shotgun approach of just, we'll just kind of throw it on the wall and see what sticks. And that's not a great approach. I Mm -hmm. I needed to take a more scientific approach. So now I've switched gears and I'm taking a much more scientific approach to it. Okay. On top of that kind of sort of obstacle, like you just mentioned, what are maybe a couple other things that throughout this process that kind of made you have to pivot or maybe you thought something was going to work and then it didn't see the change. Where are some of those, a couple of those areas? Um, I really like working with young people and I've had mentors. Uh, I've been a mentor for a lot of um, mm-hmm. students over the years. And uh, I was speaking at a high school class in the spring, just days before um, all the schools were shut down in, in, I think it was March, I guess. And, um, and so I was saying, you know, Hey, I'd love to um, have some interns if you guys are interested. And I figured we'd do that in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all the schools shut down. And so right. I thought, well, I should give these kids a chance to learn something. And so I went ahead and took on some interns and um, that was a great experience. I love working with young people, Mm -hmm. but it was also a distraction. Um, And I spent too much time with, um, with kind of working with them and and trying to make sure that they were having a good positive experience and learning a lot and everything, Mm -hmm. which is great. I mean, I'm a teacher, I guess. Um, I I never thought I was, but it turns out I kind of am, I guess. So, um, so that's, that's just been a factor that I've had to, Okay. Um, acknowledge and say, okay, now's not the time to teach. I need to get this company going. Mm-hmm. And once that is more successful, then I can spend more time with internships and teaching. Right. Sounds like not the worst problem either. If it means that you just have a good heart and like to help people. So you yeah. have to kind of scale back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I had a great experience and so did they. So that's all good, but uh, Absolutely. yeah, got to get the business going. Absolutely. And so now what does that look like as far as you said, kind of working with young people, who is, would you, I guess, incorporate with your company or continue to work with, is it young people? Cause obviously we're seeing, like you said, social media and all these different yeah. marketing things change. Who is like your audience, I guess, in possible partners. So, uh, I, so, so I have a vision for the product in mm-hmm. terms of where we're going with customers mm-hmm. and my, uh, my vision there right now that we're in the process of validating is going after enterprise sales. So people mm-hmm. who are in these complex sales environments, right. Um, as far as, um, building a team goes, mm-hmm. um, one of my uh, passions that I, 
I need to see if, if, if I can even do this, but something I really want to explore is looking at um, helping people who are coming out of incarceration to have mm-hmm. uh, uh, a path to work. Um, and so there's actually an organization here in Washington state where I'm at called Unloop that uh, teaches people who are incarcerated uh, programming skills. Yeah. And, um, and then there's another program uh, with another name I can't remember, but that teaches uh, entrepreneurship and business skills. And so I'm wanting, I've reached out to them and I'm wanting to partner with them to identify uh, people and create opportunities for them. But again, it's like, first I need customers. Um, and so we're, we need to validate the business model first. And then mm-hmm. as that gets validated, then uh, we want to start working with some of these organizations to see if we can make our organization become a pathway for people to have opportunities. Okay. And so kind of going off of that, no, have you ever considered just going in that direction of that passion all the way, or is it kind of, you've always wanted to find a way where you can merge your expertise and what you've done with those opportunities? Yeah, it's the latter for me, right? So mm-hmm. like I, I couldn't uh, train people on software programming skills. I don't have those skills. Um, okay. I, I, I hire people who do. Um, so I know the thing I'm good at is building a business mm-hmm. um, and, and then leading that business. Uh, so I've done a lot of mentorship. I've done a lot of um, leading teams and leading leaders of teams. Um, and so I know that's my place. So that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. Um, and then, uh, so, but then the question is, do I just do that for anybody or instead I'd rather do it for a collection of people who otherwise don't have opportunities um, and see if we can't like make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like you've taken a lot of time reflection to know where kind of your strengths and what you like to do. It sounds like that can help a lot. What is your advice for people to have kind of that self-reflection time to mm-hmm. know, you know, wasting, you can waste time and energy on things that you're really not that good at, good at, mm-hmm. have that learning curve. You know, what's that, I guess, what that journey been like for you and your advice for people who are trying to figure out, okay, where do I fit? Where are my strengths yeah. and my weaknesses? Yeah. I, I don't want to sound too cheesy, mm-hmm. but um, there are, obviously lots of books that mm-hmm. people will turn to, to kind of figure these kinds of things out. I um, myself have looked at several of those um, and have kind of gone through a different test. So I've done the Myers-Briggs test. I found that to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also done strength finders 2.0. Uh, I found that to be really helpful. It's great to read something and then, you know, take a test and then read something that says, you know, we think you have these skills mm-hmm. and strengths. And then like my wife to read it and say, Oh, this describes you exactly. You okay. know? Mm-hmm. And so Strength Finders 2.0, I found to be really helpful. There's another one actually called Life Keys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually coming from a Christian perspective. That's my faith. And so that's a part of who I am. Um, and, uh, but I've actually recommended Life Keys to friends that, that aren't Christians and just mm-hmm. said, you, you still can get a lot out of it. But what Life Keys did, it actually said, like, let's look at who, what your personality is. Let's look at what your um, style is. Let's look at what are your um, values? What are your passions? What are your inherent skills? And then you put all those things together and you actually come up with like your personal mission statement. And so mm-hmm. for me, I actually did that. I put it on the wall. It's right here. It's build innovative enterprises with people I love to impact the world. Okay. And so it's like, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So if I can be doing that um, and then I can be blessing people through that, then success. <laughs> Absolutely. And it sounds like it kind of offers that like concrete foundation, like you said, that mission statement. Yeah. Now, you know, okay, I'm doing something that's feeding into that, especially obviously as a person yeah. of faith too. That's what you were trying to do is have that purpose. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, like every one of those words matters, right? Mm -hmm. It's like building. I I had to learn that about myself. I'm a builder. I actually had a job once where I wasn't building, where I was just maintaining. Mm -hmm. I hated it. Okay. I I hated it. I couldn't do that. Um, And so like, and then build enterprise, I realized like, well, I could go into ministry or I could go do this or that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just, I I love business. Like I'm just so passionate about building business. So I had to kind of think, and and with people I love, I've worked with people that I don't love. Yeah. Um, or that are very difficult. Mm-hmm. And I just realized I just can't do it. Some people can right. put up with it. You know, I can't I, mm-hmm. like there's 8 billion people on this planet. <laughs> I don't have to deal with people I don't, I don't want to. I don't have to deal with a couple people who are real jerks. Right. Um, so uh, yeah. So every one of those words uh, matters to me. And, and I've had to use that as a filter before, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, Hey, why am I not happy here? Oh, it's cool because there's this doesn't problem. Fit. Mm-hmm. I'm not building. Perfect. Wonderful. And so going back to Brain Squall, what do you see in the next months and years to come for this company? Yeah. So um, I, I finally, in the last couple of months, I've really dialed in on a much more um, like intentional, what I would call like scientific or at least much more kind of structured approach to figuring out um, the best market for my product. Um, and so I'm, I'm going through that process and exercising that muscle right now. That's actually um, really going well because I'm actually doing the work. I'm like doing the steps mm-hmm. um, to quote, what about Bob? Um, <laughs> and so, uh, so, so that's actually coming together. I'm pretty excited about that. So what I see in the next couple months is that we're going to validate or invalidate the market. So, uh, and we have actually identified 20 different use cases. And so we're just looking mm-hmm. at number one right now. So um, if that's not a hit, then we'll look at number two and so on. But I'm, I'm confident that there's a use case in there that's that's going to be a hit. And once we find that, then it'll be more about building, right. um, which is the part that I'm uh, more experienced with. So, uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. And and then it'll be uh, about making sure that we're articulating our vision mm-hmm. and mission really clearly, um, so that we. Uh, attract the right types of um, investors. Um, so th- that's that's a, a tenuous needle to thread. Um, so I want to make sure that we're really being smart about what are the kinds of people that are going to be involved in our organization. They understand what our mission is. It's not mm-hmm. just make money. It's right. make money while having a really positive impact on the world. So. And then for any of our listeners right now who want to have more information or get more information and keep track of obviously this amazing idea, where, where should they go for that information? Yeah. Uh, so our, our application is up and running um, and it's uh, available for uh, what I would call kind of pre-beta testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's at brainsquall.co. So brainsquall with two L's and uh, .co. And uh, yeah, check it out. Um, my, uh, you know, there's a the little, um, you, you can sign up there. Uh, to, it's free to, to try. Mm-hmm. So we're taking the freemium approach, which I think is a really good um, marketing model. And um, so, yeah, so people can check it out and see what they think. And that, of course, welcome feedback from anybody. Wonderful. Well, Mark Buller, thank you so much for sharing about your new company and best of luck. And thank you for joining us today. You bet. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? 
share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.